This is the John Oakley Show podcast. Here we go. Hour three Friday. Boy, it's uh, great to have a weekend upon us, and especially one that promises to see temperatures uh, hovering around 14, 15 degrees tomorrow, and then it cools off again on Sunday, and some wet is in the forecast, too. But, man, uh, who's going to care if it's raining on Sunday? I'll be indoors most of the weekend myself, right by the tube, just watching. There's hockey. There's the golf. You got basketball. You got the FC. I mean, let's not discount that as well. They've got a rabid fan base. It's a whole lot of goodness this weekend. It's just one of those perfect storms, as it were, a confluence of all kinds of wonderful sporting things coming together. And uh, so lost somewhere in that uh, was the... uh, the finer points and details of the provincial budget, <laughs> or maybe not, because I do want to talk about it. We talked earlier in the program to Vic Fideli, the finance minister, about uh, the thinking behind it. Uh, needless to say, he's obviously very supportive of what he's put forth and, uh, you know, through a process of distillation and with a lot of thought given to it. But I wanted to get the perspective of a former conservative minister of finance, uh, and that's Joe Oliver, who's joined the Oakley Show just ahead of our panel and topics worthy of discussion. Joe, good to have you back on the show. Good afternoon. Good afternoon, John. Great to be with you. Joe, I'm kind of curious. Now, as a former conservative, large C, small C uh, minister of finance, they're not going to balance until 23, 24, five years out. How do you see that? Well, look, this is definitely not an austerity budget. It's not a Mike Harris budget or fiscal move to the hard right. It's it's moderate, middle of the road. Uh, Vic Fideli characterizes it as, as a Goldilocks uh, budget, prudent, reasonable. He committed, as you say, to balance the books within five years. There's a possibility that growth is a bit better than projected. There could be a happy surprise. And and balance could be reached in the last year of you know the government's mandate. On the other hand, if we hit a downturn, the deficit uh, could balloon. But you know he had a, a difficult task. They inherited a 15 billion dollar deficit. Uh, the government was spending 40 million dollars a day more than it was bringing in. So you know the the criticism uh, of the budget is is sort of predictable, both on the right and on the left. Um, you, you know, the, the criticism on the right actually may be helpful politically uh, to the government. But what? Well, what do you mean by that? Well, I think uh, you, you know there, there's been an attempt to to label uh, the the Ford government as as very conservative, very very right wing. Uh, I don't think that's that's accurate. And this budget uh, is really a mainstream uh, sort of budget. And if it's criticized. Uh, excessively by people on the right, then then the rest of the population will say, "Hey, um, you know, then it's it's probably uh, it's probably okay. It isn't. It isn't the kind of the right wing uh, slash and burn that uh, that uh, the, the NDP would have us uh, believe." Um, well, if I can just say, you know, and I did ask Minister Fideli earlier if, and I, you know, I was uh, asking almost rhetorically because I knew he'd uh, disavow it, but if there was an eye to the federal election and not wanting to do any damage to the conservative brand of Andrew Scheer, especially in the 905, if that was a consideration, and he said, no, not at all, never entered his mind. What do you think? I don't think, uh, I don't think it was. His, his responsibility is to the people of Ontario, and I'm sure he... Uh, he proceeded in, in with that in mind. Now, it it, it probably uh, it it certainly won't hurt the the, the conservative government, and I, I hadn't really thought about that, but I doubt very much that was part of his consideration. Look, there there are fiscal conservatives 
who uh, who will be critical. Um, you know, they're going to say, look, we're going to have deficits for four years. As a result, the debt is going to continue to increase. Uh, spending is going up. Uh, the debt to GDP isn't going to immediately decline from from about 40.6%. Uh, percent. Uh, uh, Ontario's forecast to spend, uh, you know, $13.3 billion in debt interest. I mean, this is on, on you know, one year. And, and, and that's, that'll make the interest on the debt the fourth largest provincial spending item after health care, education, social services. Uh, you know, so... So we've um, got to increase the GDP is what you're saying. So this metric... Uh, we, we have to, yeah. Okay. But let me ask you about this. Critical. This is the, the metric now, and I even had the previous finance minister, Minister Sousa, tell me that this is the most important metric. It doesn't have to do with deficits per se, because if you can grow the GDP, he almost said the budget will balance itself. Uh, no, but the debt to GDP is now, as you say, 40.6%. They'd like to get it ideally down to 27%. How important a metric is this actually? Well, it's an indicative uh, metric about how indebted uh, a uh, an economy uh, or or a uh, a nation state is in relation to its economy, and uh, and obviously the bigger the, uh, uh, the the economy, the more debt they can uh, they can bear. It's it's not it's not great to have debt, uh, uh, as we we know it 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 slows down uh, it slows down growth. Uh, it it imposes a burden on individuals. It makes companies. Uh, less uh, competitive, so it drives down uh, it drives down uh, the the uh, uh, the growth and, and and employment. Look, right now uh, the the interest on the debt works out to over thirty seven hundred dollars for a family of four every single year. And uh, you know, Ontario is still the biggest sub national debtor in the entire world. So that's not uh, that's not one of those uh, records. That we want to keep. Yeah, as a matter of fact, what they're saying is uh, every man, woman, and child in the province is on the hook for twenty-four thousand dollars based on our collective debt. Again, Joe Oliver's with us, former Conservative Minister of Finance, just going over some of the key points in the uh, budget that was tabled yesterday by Minister Fideli. Look, they're a populist government. Uh, they've signaled that as well. Uh, you know, rightly or wrongly, they've taken some criticism for focusing on, like, you know, relaxing booze laws. You can now drink in bars and restaurants and golf courses at 9 o'clock in the morning. But I think that telegraphs something about being treated like an adult in the province of Ontario. And Minister Fideli pretty much echoed that sentiment earlier. Do you see that as being an important... He said, well, it was kind of lost in the 383 pages or so. Uh, but that's still signaling something to people. How important is that in a budget? Well, I think it, it, it does signal that we're moving away from the nanny state psychology. So if you want to have a Bloody Mary at 9 a.m., you, you, you can have it. Uh, you're an adult. Uh, and I, I think people have, have sort of had it with this nanny state uh, uh, business. It, it, it's costly. It's intrusive. It reduces uh, our freedom. And uh, I don't think it's, it's necessarily in government's business to to poke its its fingers uh in in every aspect of of our lives so that i i think that that's that's kind of a, a positive feeling uh that 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 you get out of that and uh i i was you know i'm not going to be having a bloody mary at 9 a.m but i think it's it's you know it's it's a positive thing uh to to uh let people 
uh, who, you know, do what they want to do as long as they behave responsibly, and that's sort of up to them. Joe, um, by the way, by the way, you know, you did say something earlier, and I wanted to make a note of this uh, before I let it slip too far along. You said the, the deficit was $15 billion. Now, uh, a lot of people like the Liberals and their finance uh, critic yesterday, Mitzi Hunter, was said, no, no, it's $12 billion. I know there's a disparity, and some of it has to do with accounting. And during this budget, I guess they went over to uh, a different accounting system, uh, so I'm out of my league when it comes to these matters. Did they do the right thing, the Ford government, in adopting different accounting practices here? Well, they, what they did is, is orient the accounting to what the Auditor General said was appropriate accounting. Uh, and, uh, you know, the, the, uh, the, the, the liberals will continue to maintain uh, that uh, their accounting was, was solid. But if you have, you know, if a company produces statements that the auditor won't sign, uh, who are you going to believe, <laughs> the yeah. company or the auditor? And that's exactly the situation we're talking about. It would have been easy for Vic Fideli to use the old liberal numbers because the liberals couldn't have criticized them but they did the right thing and they went along with established accounting principles that were vetted by the auditor general and uh i think that tells you uh who's got who's got it right well then what is the deficit is it 12 or 15 billion well it's 15 Okay. Uh, by the way, anything else stand out here uh, before we're out of time? Uh, because, I mean, education, health, two of the biggest ticket items there. There's well, been... yeah. Can, can I just say one thing? Yep. You've, hear, you've heard a lot from parts of the mainstream press and certainly from, from, the, from, the, uh, uh, from the liberals, uh, federally and provincially, that uh, there were cuts made. Well, actually... Education spending is up, health spending is, is up, and uh, aggregate expenditures for both health and education are going to increase every single year in the, uh, the uh, progressive conservative mandate. So people are, are not really telling the truth. What they're, they're claiming is that because the increase isn't going to be equal to the inflation rate, that constitutes a cut. But in fact, the numbers are going up. They're not being slashed. And I think that's that's important for, for people to know. I mean, criticism from the left is inevitable. It's robotic. I don't think it, it particularly matters. I think this budget is going to be well-received by most Ontarians. It's a, it's a kind of a Bill Davis fiscal approach, and that went over very well for a long time. All right. Uh, well, there were some of us who were anticipating perhaps a little more aggressive uh, reduction in the mm -hmm. deficit and uh, the debt as well, but uh, be that as it may, uh, if there's not too much to pick apart here, we'll let it go at that and see where this uh, all takes us forward. Joe, it's always good to have you on The Oakley Show. I appreciate you joining us this Friday afternoon. Thank you for having me. You got it. Joe Oliver, again, is the former Conservative Minister of Finance. How about those Leafs? I haven't forgotten about that. I got to say, that's a topic worthy of discussion. It's made my list. I'd put it right near the top if it were really up to me. Oh, it is. Thanks for listening to the John Oakley Show podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and anywhere else you get your on-demand audio.